metaverse is upon us. We are entering into a digital age where physical is merging with virtual through video games, through virtual reality platforms, creators and artists connecting with fans directly through NFTs, digital assets moving across video games that can be traded for value. This is just the beginning of a multi-decade macroeconomic event that will drive innovation for years to come. We have had the industrial revolution. Welcome to the digital revolution where the metaverse becomes its own economy where you can participate across time zones and interact with the collective consciousness of the entire world, negating all space and time. This is our moment to take advantage of something that will change the world forever. Thank you for joining me today as we take a look at one of the most interesting sectors that I think exists uh, in the macroeconomic framework that we have today. And um, I wanted to review uh, a few things. Meta, which is a brand new index by Roundhill Investments, which you're looking at right here. And you can actually trade this on Robinhood, uh, which I personally bought some of that today. And I think, uh, you know, another thing I'm going to review is also the Metaverse Index. And this is through indexcoop.com slash MVI. Uh, to buy this, you just have to connect your MetaMask wallet to the uh, the meta you know the metaverse index pretty easy and so I'm going to be covering a few of these coins that are part of the allocation for the metaverse index as well as covering some of the companies that are a part of this meta index and why I think it's actually important to own both is that this meta index is actually less exposed to cryptocurrency tokens. It, it really doesn't have much exposure at all. It does own a little bit of Square, which is, uh, you know, does own Bitcoin. Uh, it owns a little bit of PayPal. Um, so it owns a little bit of some of these companies that involve with payments. Uh, but in general, it really, it really is more of the infrastructure that's actually behind what's building these metaverse platforms. Um, and a few themes that I think we'll cover throughout uh, the infrastructure behind the metaverse, virtual reality technology, cryptocurrency tokens and platforms, artists and creators connecting with fans, companies using virtual reality connect with customers, education through virtual platforms, 
and why the metaverse is actually the successor to the internet mobile wave that we already have seen for the past 20 years or so. So these are just a few of the things that the metaverse index looks to uh, highlight is uh, in their index is computing. So companies that are able to have to support computing power that it takes for to uh, power the metaverse. We also want to have the networking aspect. So companies providing real time connections, uh, you know, high bandwidth, uh, virtual platforms themselves. Uh, so companies that are developing immersive digital and, and 3D platforms, uh, interchange standards, so companies building tools, formats, services, and engines, uh, payments, so support of digital payments, uh, content assets, and identity services uh, that really focus on digital creation and hardware. Um, so let's look at some of the companies uh, that they they have and today i'm really going to be highlighting four of the of these companies that you see here uh, as their top holdings and i actually will show you uh, some of their um some of you know basically their whole list of holdings uh which you know can range from like 0.18 percent to all the way up to like you see here eight percent for nvidia i'm not exactly going to go over some of the well-known companies like nvidia tencent microsoft uh, I'm going to be going over companies like Roblox, Unity Software, Fastly, and Autodesk. And just quick reviews of what all these companies do. Roblox is basically a virtual reality platform in itself. 54% of their users are under the age of 13, and they get 31 million daily users. This is the same number as Fortnite, except its entire economy is based on uh, a digital currency, not a cryptocurrency, called Robux. And uh, you can trade Robux through their platform. And they've already had uh, virtual concerts within the platform. They have more than 18 million unique experiences that you can go into. So they have all these different virtual platforms that sit on top of one uh, large virtual platform. And so you can enter into these different worlds as your profile, uh, as your avatar, and you can sort of, you know, look at it that way. And I think that the fact that over half of their users are under the age of 13 uh, actually shows you that this is a 20 to 30 year uh, investment play here. And so we are just at the beginning, uh, just like the Internet in 1990. Right. So we're 30 years ahead. And we see all of these companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, that are trillion-dollar companies. So some of these companies are trading at $50 billion. You know, if we were looking at a trillion, we'd be looking at like, you know, a 20x return, something like that for this 2,000% return. Uh, it will obviously be a volatile ride, but you're investing in basically the new internet. Through this, uh, through this index, and so I, I want to start with Ro like I said, Roblox. Um, they have 960,000 developers and creators that earn Robux on the platform. They have 250 developers and creators that have earned $100,000 or more in Robux, and this is really just Robux teaching the younger generation to understand the token economy. So 
to understand the token economy, uh, you know, eventually they will get into cryptocurrencies. Uh, they will start to understand what Ethereum is, what Bitcoin is, and things like that. Another company that's in here is called Unity. And Unity is focusing on what they call digital twins. So digital twins is basically just the connection between the physical world and the digital world. And something like Google Maps that connects uh, you, know, you and your phone to the physical world that you're driving in. Uh, so this is, a, this is basically the foundation of what the metaverse uh, can offer. And, you know, if you, if you think about it like shopping experiences, right, you're going to be able to eventually put on a virtual headset and go into your favorite, uh, you know, virtual world where you can actually shop for things within that virtual world. And, you know, that's going to be important for, you know, this new digital economy. And Unity really wants to focus on interoperability in between these virtual world platforms as well. Um, so basically using artificial intelligence to enable object recognition throughout different worlds so that when you do interact with things, it's basically the same in each different atmosphere or place that you enter into. And inferring the same behavior uh, or physical properties for those objects within the uh, platforms. They have 1.5 million developers that are working on Unity currently, which is a massive, massive number. Uh, they have a mixed and augmented reality studio, which allows creators to mix reality experiences. And so this is just gonna make it easy. Uh, their goal is to make it easy for developers to develop games and things that can interrupt or interoperate with each other. The next company I want to cover is Fastly, and Fastly is um, it's basically scaling. Uh, so this is going to help these companies uh, with their infrastructure to scale through the cloud computing platform that is Fastly. So it's delivering the digital content faster. Uh, it helps to move data quickly. Uh, it helps to move content quickly. Uh, you know. It can basically support the most demanding streaming possible, which is what the virtual reality platform is going to look like. And this is obviously like uh, probably a decade away from where we can actually interface with the virtual reality platforms and not have, you know, skip, not really skipping too many beats in terms of the difference between the physical and the virtual world. The last one quickly I want to cover is Autodesk. And as you can see, that's a 3.4% weighting in the index. And they're working to help the design of 3D and virtual platforms, uh, 3D modeling. So basically, when you know, uh, think of like Roller Coaster Tycoon back in the day where you're building uh, you know, the different roller coasters and you kind of can move different pieces uh, to create the, uh, the different you know, items within that virtual world. And so... Um, Autodesk is basically this, this architecture-based uh, engineering that focuses on 3D modeling, uh, like I said. So it's, it's going to make it easier for people to build these 3D uh, platforms. So let's take a look quickly at some of these uh, weightings that they have. Obviously, this is not really uh, great in terms of the order, but you're getting the names here. You can see they own a lot of these tech companies that are in some of these funds. Uh, for ARC, uh, they own some 
companies that are focused on 5G, like American Tower and Ericsson. Uh, they obviously own big, big names like Apple, Google, Activision Blizzard, which is a video game company. They own Take-Two Interactive, which is another video game company. C-Limited, which is a, a mobile banking, uh, you know, Snowflake, which is cloud. They obviously own Snap, which have their own virtual reality platform that they're creating. Um, and so it's a really good balance of just, you know, great tech companies. Uh, they have Coinbase, which is kind of exposure to, to crypto. They have Square, uh, PayPal. So this is just a really good mix of companies that, you know, Amazon that basically um, will help the index uh, succeed into the future with some of these big weightings like Alibaba, you know, these companies that are massive tech giants uh, that are in all, you know, main, main uh, tech indexes that are across the space. And so, again, electronic arts, basically they're invested in video games, they're invested in the infrastructure behind it. Like I covered with uh, some of these companies that are focused specifically on the virtual worlds, 5G, they're fo- uh, you know, they have Facebook in here. They have really all the big tech names um, in here as well. So I think it's a pretty good investment. Myself, obviously, none of this is, is financial advice necessarily. Uh, and, you know, you can make your own decision based on uh, the things that I'm kind of going over here. So let's shift gears to the Metaverse Index, which, again, you can find at indexcoop.com slash MBI. And the Metaverse Index, you can connect your wallet simply the MetaMask wallet where you can send your ETH to, and then you can buy this with ETH through this platform. Very easy. Uh, it might only cost you, you know, $5 in ETH of a gas fee uh, for that transaction to go through. So the biggest weighting here is Engine. So let's go over Engine first. Engine is basically a project that provides uh, the ecosystem with interconnected blockchain-based gaming products. And so really what they look to do is um, basically provide a minting resource. So it basically allows creators to um, create NFTs, blockchain assets, digital assets that will be created and then um, can be put into games and applications uh, like these virtual worlds that we're talking about. Obviously, uh, it it opened uh, basically started in 2017. And it's built on Ethereum. And, uh, you know, throughout this whole thing, obviously, it's pretty obvious that Ethereum is really uh, something where most of these things are being built, uh, if not all of them, in terms of the blockchain world. And I think in the future, Ethereum will most likely be the store of value within these virtual platforms. There will be many different currencies through these platforms. And so there'll be these little micro communities in each different virtual world who will trade, you know, tokens like the Robux token, the Mana token, the Axie Infinity AXS token, the SAN token and Sandbox. There'll be all these different tokens that people will trade within the game. But when you're looking at, you know, where all these tokens are getting their liquidity, um, how they're being exchanged, how can you trade digital assets and things uh, that Engine is creating. It's all going to be through Ethereum-based exchanges, uh, Ethereum 
you know, will will sort of act as the gas fees that you'll have to use to transact through these different worlds, I believe. And so Ethereum is really in the in the future, um, I believe, going to be, uh, you know, a massive, massive player in all of this. And so if you're if you're wanting to get a broad exposure to this without uh, investing in an index, it would be through Ethereum itself. And so Engine, um, you know, basically, yeah, it makes it easy for for people to develop, trade, monetize. Uh, you know, they're basically, you know, you have to, I think, have the engine token to create these different digital assets. So say you had a sword that you have in one of the games, you would be able to, uh, you know, and it's a rare sword, right? It's very rare. You would be able to digital, uh, you would be able to create an NFT of that sword. And you would then be able to either hold that sword as a digital asset, or you could trade it uh, through the blockchain is basically what what uh, engine is trying to provide. Uh, next, we're going to cover Decentraland, which is one of my favorites. Um, it's called Mana, is their virtual reality currency. And this is a virtual reality platform powered by the Ethereum blockchain. And it basically is exactly what we've been talking about, these virtual worlds that you can drop into, you can build things, you can buy land, you can... Um, you can go to you know the Vegas district uh, within the Decentraland, and you can gamble. Uh, you know, there's all these different things you can do within the land. There's been live concerts in Decentraland for from some pretty famous artists as well. And there was also a piece of land uh, that was bought for I think a million dollars recently in Decentraland. So people are, uh, you know. People are buying up digital real estate now in these virtual reality platforms. So that is pretty cool to see. And this is, you know, it's, it's only really a 53 cents. Uh, if you look at the, the chart, obviously we had a, a massive run up here. And yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, this is just the beginning of this entire space. And so we don't really know which uh, projects will succeed and which will not. And so that's kind of the advantage of the index is, you know, obviously I want to own Mana myself, uh, but, you know, I might rely on these guys to, I might pay the 1% fee, right, uh, per year to, uh, to go in and ju just like the meta index, you know, it's probably a 1% fee. Uh, to go in and rebalance these things based on what's going on and what's happening with the spaces. I, I can't keep up with all this, right? I have a full-time job. Uh, I'm not able to understand the nuances of all of these tokens. And so I'm relying on this fund to really do it for me throughout the years. And so if one of these fails, right, like say Mana or Decentraland just completely fails, which I don't think will happen, but they will be able to then adjust that and I'm not going to lose, uh, you know, my money basically. So I think they'll, you know, that's really worth it for a space that's brand new to just pay a 1% fee, uh, to, you know, to go in and have these guys do it for you. Uh, the next thing we'll look at is wax economic. And actually let me just see if I can pull up their website. So 
basically they are they claim to be the king of nfts and so this is a worldwide exchange uh decentralized video game and entertainment network as you can see there's been some some big artists who have used this uh you can see they have some garbage pail kids they have um william shatner creating his own nfts on here they have dead ma five creating nfts on here it's basically uh you know this green NFT blockchain, which is proof of stake. And so it's, uh, you know, as you can see, it's very efficient. I actually believe it's built on EOS, but I, I actually don't know. But as you can see, Atari tops, which is, uh, you know, baseball cards, uh, you know, all trust this wax economic to build their NFTs. And so I think that's pretty sweet. The sandbox is another virtual world, so similar to Decentraland. And, you know, there's really not much to add from uh, Decentraland uh, other than, you know, maybe kind of combining, I guess, the powers of a decentralized autonomous organization and NFTs. Uh, I didn't mention that in Decentraland, there's also an NFT district, which is where this million dollar purchase of land was made recently was in this uh, NFT district. And so, you know, what is what makes Sandbox unique? Uh, you know, basically it's saying the gaming industry is a huge untapped market when it comes to adoption of blockchain technology. But creating a universe where gamers can create and collect blockchain-based assets. So this is a game where it kind of is more focused on the assets that you can, uh, you know, get sort of like that engine coin um, concept. and uh, you know, you're able to create value through NFTs within the platform. So if you find like a rare item, you can then sell it on something like OpenSea.io, which is where you can find many NFTs, such as the Axie Infinities, um, the little Axie Infinities. And this is one of my favorite projects as well. I would say my favorite two out of this index are the Mana token, as well as the AXS token. The AXS token is a massive revenue generator. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, I would have to look up, uh, you know, how many people use Axie Infinity, but it is a massive amount of people using this platform. I actually think they may have a revenue of like $10 million per day or something like that, or 250 million users, uh, you know, or something like that. I mean, they have a massive, massive following. And there's actually a country, there's the Philippines, people in the Philippines are actually using this platform, this virtual world, uh, where you can battle these Axie Infinity, um, what they call Axies. Uh, and I could even look up like what some of these looks like on OpenSea.io for you guys and see if I can see if I can uh, look up some of these axes and just show you like what they look like. So these are the these are sort of what axes look like here. Uh, and as you can see, you can you can uh, you can basically breed these axes to do different things, and then they battle each other within the game, and then you can earn. Uh, and income uh, uh, from these small love potions within the game. And actually these small love potions 
these people in the Philippines are earning $500 a month, which for them is actually pretty good. And they can, tr- they can actually trade those potions in for real money. And so that's kind of this massive following has come from that area of people uh, across, you know, different ages who are using this to actually make some money, which is really, really cool. Um, and so, you know, Axie Infinity is basically, uh, you know, like I said, it's this place you can breed. Um, there's 500 different body parts available. And the cool thing is, like I said, each Axie Infinity is its own NFT. So if you get an Axie Infinity, you can then sell it. And you can see some of these are like one ETH. Like this is selling for $2,000. Uh, you know, some of these, uh, I mean, they were selling for like, like hundred, like a hundred thousand dollars before. Uh, so, and the cool, other cool thing is in the future was soon, actually, you're going to be able to stake your AXS tokens on the Axie Infinity platform. And you're going to be able to earn money based on the revenue of the platform. So it's a revenue generating token where you're going to be able to earn uh, the money that the, that the platform brings in from all these people using it and all these Axie Infinities being sold and things like that, you'll actually be able to participate within that economy, within the Axie Infinity world. And guys, this is like revolutionary stuff. This is really, really cool stuff. Uh, So I appreciate you guys listening. I hope that you got a lot out of this. I hope that you make a decision based, uh, you know, on your own a financial advisor. Uh, again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just someone who's giving you some information about these different uh, indexes, which I think are really innovative and are really looking towards the future. So the, the MVI index, Metaverse index, as well as the Meta index, um, which I bought on Robinhood. And you can find more information at roundhillinvestments.com uh, as well. So again, Guys, thanks so much for listening and have a great day.